BBC Gardeners World Live is back at the NEC in Birmingham, running until Sunday. The weather forecast is fantastic. I think it's going to be 27 degrees today at least, which means the next guest in the studio with me, David Stevens. You're going to need some sun cream, David. I've already got it on. <laughs> Factor 50. Um, incidentally, I am uh, ambassador for the Melanoma Society because gardeners and golfers are the people actually who are most prone often to uh, keratosis or skin cancers so it's something you've got to watch out for and as a garden that's important absolutely incredible link um the show gardens this yes. year Devin. i mean you're you're the garden walk leader so you've been around you know every inch of, the, of this site there are some amazing show gardens here this year there are there? and the emphasis at the moment quite rightly is about the environment that we've got about climate change and you've only got to look at the weather over the last week to see you know it, it's blazing hot and it's hotter uh, on average than normal so we've got to look about that in terms of planting and not just that in terms of the surfaces and the materials we use in the garden and carbon footprints are becoming more and more aware um porcel- i won't use porcelain paving you know, the, the carbon footprint produced is horrendous. It's fired at something like 2,500 degrees. It's transported from Italy or Spain. If you can use a natural local material, why not? And people are using many more things like crushed brick and crushed stone and gravels, which uh, don't only cost a, a small amount of money, they're wonderful for plants. Plants can grow through them and over them, and they give the garden a much softer feel than than acres of paving and i think that's a good thing we need to be conscious of it sustainability yes. uh, is important and obviously attracting wildlife and we, we yep. a lot of chat about how we rewild our gardens yep. and things like that is that david do you think perhaps driven by the new generation of gardeners that are coming in or or dare i say and take don't take this the wrong <laughs> way the old guard the hugely experienced and knowledgeable old guard like yourself is it is there is that sort of pressure coming from that side as well i think the mix um all of gardeners learn as you go along. We all make mistakes, and you learn by your mistakes, there's no doubt about that. Um, but we have become increasingly aware over the years of our environment, of sustainability, of all of these things, biodiversity, and they are important. The interesting thing here is, now, as you know, Steve, throughout the most of the year, this is a barren site. Comes to the garden show, it is full of bees and insect life because they come in for the plants and that's precisely what happens in a garden and if you can plant a garden you don't just have a, people say oh it's got to be native wildflowers no it doesn't you can use exotic plants mixed in with our indigenous plants and you will get all of those pollinators coming in so don't worry that it's don't be a, you don't have to be a purist or an eco warrior you can just do these things in your own garden plant a wide range of plants and insects and bees and butterflies will swarm in mm. Wonderful, absolutely wonderful. We'll talk about some of the show gardens in a moment. Paul Stone's Fit for a King is, is something else, isn't it? <laughs> it and is. A great homage, I think, yes. uh, in, uh, in Coronation Year. There appears to be more beautiful borders here this year than, than I've ever seen before. And I'm, I'm sure they're getting incrementally just slightly bigger each they year are. as well. Um, I think it's a good thing. I've been a judge on those borders uh, a couple of times. And very often it's the first way that people have of coming into a garden show Um, and they're daunted but they shouldn't be because you're surrounded by friends on all the other gardens it's a show gardens and gardening in general it's a friendly business everybody helps one another but it gets your toe into the show world Uh, some of those borders are absolute well some of them are small gardens and you can get terrific ideas from i would say for for a show don't copy 
from a show because it's not your garden and your space will always be different. But get ideas. Mm. Look at plant combinations. Look at materials. Look at clever ideas. You know, And that's what you take home with you. Mm. Um, but the borders, I think, are a key part of the show. Um, they're almost a bit tucked away up there. I'd like to see them further into the show and you know, almost as a hub. Mm. But it's some wonderful work and... Um, Great. Good luck to everybody that's done them. Absolutely. Garden Fit for a King by Paul Stone yeah. um, is bringing a smile to your face. It is. It's the, the High Grove inspired garden, isn't it? I have never seen so many cornflowers planted together in one place before. Um, I know Paul Stone, who designed it, is, he's a, a clever man, a good designer. And he's done all sorts of things here at Gardener's World, from uh, bringing in a full-size steam train a few years ago. Yes, I remember that. To building this wonderful garden. Uh, as you say, it's inspired by we'll say, Prince Charles, King Charles uh, and Highgrove. It's beautifully planted. The, I mean, the cornflowers are what you see immediately, but look into the back of that garden, and it's got a woodland glade full of corners, cooza, and aces, uh, and wildflowers, and it's absolutely spot on. He's got a wonderful eye for plants, and he's chosen well. Uh, the building great and if you you can walk through the building there's a wonderful king-size bed in there and it's it's a garden for all senses really the plants the smell the vision it's it's a clever good garden gold medal of course and it's not just professional gardeners that are, are represented here no. we've got schools we've got the winterbourne center with the rhs uh, students in yep. here as well yep. and 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 that's what's showcasing and and catching the imagination of the so many young people that now come to the show yes um the, the whole demographic it used to be you know oldies <laughs> go to garden shows and oldies used to join the rhs didn't they but that demographic's coming right the way down now and i think you know times have been a bit hard economically and people are thinking about you know, growing more stuff at home or having an allotment and that's important as well let's tell you our daughter um, has become an avid gardener because she's now got a decent-sized garden. You get the bug. Mm. There's no doubt about that. Once you've got the bug as a gardener, there's no turning back. Uh, <laughs> and you just get... And it is, the demographic is getting younger, and that's to be applauded. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, the garden walk uh, that you do uh, is where you, you take people around and you, you talk about what's, uh, what you, they can see. Lots of people looking for inspiration. Yep. Not everybody can have a show garden at home. No. So, David, sort of top three practical tips that people could use when they're planning, thinking about rejuvenating their gardens at home? For a start, and I'll go back to the garden that we've just been just doing a new garden. Uh, when we bought the house, the old boy, bless him, had buried everything. Stone, bricks, slabs, and I was digging a border and these all had to come out. I thought, well, what's the point in buying more hard landscape? I've got it here. And I've created a wonderful tapestry stone path. It's all different. It looks stunning. I've laid it on rammed soil, so I haven't used any concrete or cement. It is totally recycled, so it's virtually got a zero carbon footprint. So, first of all, look at what you've got. It's got an old serpentine concrete path that from the 1940s. You remember those? Yeah. Used, used to be a black cat in a photograph yes. going down. Yes. I've kept years ago, and I ripped it out, put it in a skip. I've kept it. Why throw it away? And I've designed the garden around that. So what the message is really, look at your garden, look at the existing features, look at the planting, and build your garden using 
those key elements. Mm. And they will give it maturity, which they do, uh, and they save you an awful lot of money. So look at your budgets, look at what you can upcycle, look at what you can recycle. And if you do buy new materials, well, buy local stone if you can, or a good, just ordinary concrete man-made slab which is half the price or a fraction of the price of something like porcelain paving mm. um, so look at your materials look at the cost look at the environmental impact it's got and the carbon footprint it's got and try and base your garden around that mm. now tell you what it'll become a unique place really will yeah you touched on a very important point for many people now and that's the, the cost of living crisis and everybody's sort of watching their bank accounts and, and counting the pennies and a trip to the garden center needs perhaps a little bit of restraint on occasions for some people yes um, what should they be looking for in terms i mean you've already mentioned the recycling and reusing those materials fantastic uh, advice when it comes to buying plants for Indeed. the garden what do they well, need to think about again um, do remember that if, particularly with hardy perennials herbaceous plants you only need to buy one or two because in two or three years time you can divide those and multiply the number of plants you've got which is precisely what i've done in our garden at home um, uh, and go I, I tend to go to a good nursery a good local nursery because they'll have the knowledge of the microclimate or the area the soils and they will probably give you better advice than the average garden centre which is a totally different animal I mean garden centres these days sell everything from you know woolly fashion clothes to plants as well um, and the local nursery very often will give you that advice but work out if you can a planting don't go impulse buying you know I mean um, <laughs> we all shop, tend to do shop that when you're hungry well, it's, it's a similar principle yeah. isn't it and for goodness sake do the basic read the label because it'll tell you how big it gets and how wide it gets and whether it likes sun or shade. And so many times I go to gardens and people have put what are ordinary, decent plants in the wrong place and they fail. So do your basic homework. Work out a simple planting plan, if you can, and work to a plan. And you will save so much money by doing that and getting the right plant in the right place and acid soil, alkaline soil. Just do the basics. You'll save money and it'll be your garden. But, of course, think about dividing plants. Shrubs, shrubs have almost become a dirty word. They're not. Shrubs are the backbone of a border. They give you structure. They give you winter interest. Then you can fill in with your hardy perennials. Those are the ones you can divide up. And your garden will be full of plants in a few years' time. Fantastic. David, just finally, when you were starting out and developing your interest in horticulture and, and gardening, what was the best bit of advice you were given and by whom um well i worked for john brooks right back in the early days and i, I trained in landscape architecture because there was no training in garden design then um, and what john always said to me basically was go and look really look and see what's around you see what's growing in the neighborhood and don't try fashion is a dangerous enemy he'd always say you know the simple things in design and gardens work the best. Overcomplication is the death of a good garden and a good garden design. That is very good advice. I think a lot of people will do well to take that on. BBC Gardeners World Live is at the NEC in Birmingham until Sunday. Lots of information on the website, bbcgardenersworldlive.com, and particularly on how you can buy tickets. David, uh, thank you for popping into the studio to see us. It's getting very busy out there. Yep. Enjoy the rest of your day. Pleasure, Stephen. Do anybody comes, bring the sun cream or bring a hat. It's important. <laughs>